Welcome to this stripped down know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they give or take from silver ball to another heartbreak, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. You can plainly hear his voice. It's my co host, Evan. Blow by blow. He can't let his guard down. It's my co-host's sake, or is this a different song we were doing? No, blow by blow. I just didn't understand the words that were coming out of Blah, blah, blah. He can't. Yeah, blow by blow. I never do let my guard down. That's right. I've, no, been... I've been trying for 10 years to get you to let your guard down. I set up a you, wall my whole life. You share life. nothing with me. We've known each other for more than 10 years, but the first five years you didn't give a shit. Yeah. Okay, I understand now. <laughs> that makes sense. No, it's five years, 16. That doesn't make any sense either. I haven't known you since I was 19. How long have we known each other? When did we meet? We met at our, well, our mutual friend Craig's wedding. I met you long before you met me. Oh, is that true? You fed me cake in my sleep. <laughs> been watching. <laughs> been watching you. Right. I forgot. Uh, or I never knew, perhaps. Mm. But the funny thing is, I was also watching you. Mm-hmm. We were watching each other both in secret and we never knew. <laughs> it's like you... a sweet uh, anime thing. Yeah. Two characters. Two characters fated to meet. Mutual pining. Yes. Yeah. That's, a, that's a trope for... Uh, do you think uh, our relationship could be a... Um, Which one of us is senpai? You're, you're senpai and I'm kohai. You're older than me. Yeah, it doesn't By mean. a significant margin. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds of years. <laughs> I mean, you look older than me is what I'm yeah, trying to say. I did grow up on the mean streets of the Tokaido. Is that true? Mm-hmm. With the bakamatsu. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you know that word. I know. Because you've heard me say it. One word. I never heard my wife say it. Excuse me. Uh, I don't know anything about you. You never heard me say it? You never... No. When I went to watching me. Sorry? Nothing. You want to speak up, son of a bitch? <laughs> Wait, why? Are you recording me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just invite me over your house to talk about bare naked ladies for, you know, t- one to three hours every, like, Sunday. And, for and now years. I find out that you've been recording me this whole fucking time. Sorry, buddy. I feel like we've said the word podcast before on this podcast. Did you not have any idea what that was? I, I don't listen to podcasts. You know me. No, that's true. But you don't even have a conceptualization. Yeah, I don't put things in my ears that aren't um, human voices. I, I'm completely analog, bud. I've seen you last night. You cooked me a hot dog. But when you were when you had yours, you put it into your ear and I heard like a wood chipper. It was like, <laughs> like you're running it through a paper shredder. Yep. That's my mutant power. Yeah. Oh, what do you call yourself? <laughs> Dog-eared. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's pretty good. You were giving, you had a little viral Twitter thread. At Evan Dickens. By viral, you mean like a hundred people? Yeah, a hundred people. That's that's it was, a, it was a lot of work. Oh, it looked like a, I made a mistake. I was scrolling and I continued, and I was like, "There's no way Evan kept up with this," but you did. You yep. gave so many people mutant superpowers. Yeah, hundreds of them. So it, it was took just, me all day. You would say, uh, "You would say, uh, just leave a note and I'll leave you a superpower." And people would say, "Me," and then you would. Pick a random turn of phrase and really just take it as literally as possible. <laughs> that was the, yeah, that was the game, right? Yeah, that was okay. The game, cool. I don't remember any of them. <laughs> they were all really spur of the moment. Cat but. tail. You have a cat for a tail. <laughs> I think they were way better than that. <laughs> Some of them weren't. Some of them were like fresh breeze. You could make any breeze smell like laundry. Nope, that was way better than that. <laughs> okay, all right. Can I try one more just yeah, to see sure, if I can sure. get to your see if level? You can get to my level? Okay, um, blue ribbon. Uh, mm-hmm. You could put a blue bonnet on any pair of ribs, any rack of ribs. What about turntable? You can teleport your food to anyone else's plate. That was a real and one. And vice versa. That you did. Yeah, that was. I'm remembering them now. They're all coming back to they me. They were good. They were good. The racist. You're incredibly good at track and field events. That's right. That was very good. Who would choose that name for themselves? What a foolish idea to be the racist. <laughs> Just the I told I was handing regrettable superpowers. Man. Yeah, that's true. It was regrettable. Yeah. That was the idea. Um, 
Yeah. All right. Cool. Those were that was a fun thread. I enjoyed it. At Evan Dickin on Twitter, it's the plug section right <laughs> Damn now. Damn right. <laughs> you, I got an extra ten followers out of that. Did you really? Yeah, great. Oh boy. Now you can market uh, Bloodstone to the next ten people. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They're really into it. Did you? Did you just release the Warhammer 40k novel? No. Warhammer, short story. Warhammer Fantasy. It would be Age of Sigmar. Yeah. It came out. Archmage. Archmage. Arc or Arch? However they say it, they're British. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> How did you say it when you were writing it? I um, assumed it was dictated, I don't read. Well, I'm one of those guys that when I see a word, I don't read it in my head. Oh, really? No, I'm not. I'm the opposite. Oh. I actually read all the words. You're one of those guys. I am one of those guys. Yeah, I don't form pictures. That's <laughs> my number one worst D&D thing is when I'm DMing. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, all right, you enter the room and there he is. And they'll be like... All right, what's he look like? What, is it like? what does the room look like? Be, oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, I it kind of looks like my dad, only hotter. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's cool on that? We all have that picture in our heads now. It's weird that that's every character for me, though. Your dad is just your uh, your frame of reference. It's like my dad, but like he has blonde hair. Yeah. I just put wigs and dresses yeah. on my it's dad. like my dad, but like a woman and like 20 years younger. <laughs> That's a good frame of reference that everyone can follow. I do have a big frame picture of my dad behind <laughs> yes. me when I'm DMing so yeah. that they can get the idea. Yeah. Speaking of my dad, he had two toes. And that brings us to this week's Bare Naked oh Ladies God, song. Two toes. The song this week is called Toe to Toe. And if you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. Convinced that I'm stronger when standing in one place. Just sometimes I don't have the choice. There are instances when I know. Evan, toe, two, toe, toe, two, toe. The sequel to toe. (laughs) Toe, (laughs) two, colon, toe. Toe. Um, wow, we, uh, yeah, Simon and Garfunkel song. It was, it was kind of a, I mean, I would say that Simon and Garfunkel would have done it a lot better, but... Yeah, that's probably true. Um, I don't know. In what ways would they have done it better? It was a lilting, sweet little song. Yeah, I just think that they would have written, a, you know, a, just a better song. Sure, that Paul Simon. <laughs> and then Garfunkel would have been there, too. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I fucking love Paul Simon. Paul Simon was my road trip music for mm-hmm. the majority of my life. You can call me Al. Oh, I love that one where he puts the stress in real weird places. <laughs> yeah. You can call, call me Al. Al. He just keeps doing it. Every time he says the line, it's just, it just makes the song just a little bit different. I love doing that to sentences. Are you a fan of that? You can call me Al. I don't really do it unless it's called out, right? It's not something I do all the time. It's not something I do all the time. <laughs> it's, it's not, not something, something I do all, all the time. time. Um... Yeah, it's, it was a tender, sweet little ditty that I do have to say was so little that I don't really have many <laughs> notes for it. It was good. Yeah, I like the little like jangly acoustic opening was nice. Yeah, that's the part that really reminded me most of Simon and Garfunkel, like yeah. sort of a, a Plumbarian Time. What is that? Plum- <laughs> Plumbarian Time. Parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. Thank you. Plumberry. Plumberry sounds like a fucking Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> Or no, what's that candle shop that everyone goes into oh, that uh, gives me a American headache? Eagle. Nope. American uh, <laughs> Eagle out- <laughs> Candle Outfitters. <laughs> what the fuck is it called? Big uh, Candle Shop. Big, that's not Bath and Body candle. Works. People are... Bath, ye- bath, bath, and bo- bath and Body Works. No, but there's American Eagle. I can't stop thinking of American Eagle. It's like the American Candle Company. Yeah, but that's not it. Oh, Mandel. It's Mandel. <laughs> Hold on. It's a candles for men. What the fuck is Candle Cove? Candle Cove. That's the one. <laughs> oh no, that's, that's the candle it. company that we, in the mall next to the Haunted Claire's that we can't. We all remember going into as kids, but never really existed. 
Uh, I Yankee Candle. God damn it. I kept thinking American when it was Yankee that I was aiming for. Um, yeah. Uh, boy, the first thing that came up when I searched for candle company was um, a take a whiff of D's nuts candle from the dad shop. Yeah. I told you there was like a fucking dad candles now. <laughs> I really hate stuff that's marketed to men. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it sucks. It pisses me off. It's always man. Sp- I just every time when I'm in the supermarket getting diapers, I pass the uh, man wipes, which are <laughs> just like butt wipes. Yeah. It's, they- it's like infantilizing us yeah yeah it is you don't want to smell like perfume (laughs) you want to smell like a wood chipper yeah it would be nice to smell like a wood chipper to smell like a hot dog going through a wood (laughs) chipper you want to smell like hot dogs and wood (laughs) i'm sure you can make your own scents in a lot of places right i i do want to smell like hot dogs and wood you can make your own like melange right you wouldn't make your own scent your well every scent has been smelled yes i think they call them a a flavor profile an odor profile is that what they call them (laughs) Do you think if something smelled like hot dogs, you would try to eat it? Yeah, 100%. All right, cool. No question. That's why I can't hand, handle man stuff. <laughs> you just try to eat everything. That's, you would try to eat this these nuts candle. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Were they nuts? Uh, almond, coconut, and pralines mixed with caramel, honey, and brown sugar. That sounds delicious. It does sound delicious, and it also sounds like a, a very normal candle flavor that a man or a woman might right. buy. <laughs> but, you know, we just got to call it these nuts or like, you know, Second Amendment. Can you imagine Can you imagine if you were You pay a, 35 fucking dollars for it. Hey, <laughs> it's too, way too expensive. A, 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 a female presenting person. Uh, and you really wanted the smell of almonds, coconut, and, but you had to buy a D's Nuts candle to buy it. Yeah, it's like, I read Playboy for the article sort of thing. <laughs> like, you know, you're just like, I really like the quality of writing there. I mean, I'm sorry that there are nude pictures everywhere, but, you know, I just skip over those. I just, I love them. I mean, I've yeah. got a phone. Like, I can see naked people anytime I want. I will post a link, to, of course, to the D's Nuts candle yes, listeners. and to uh, a subscription to Playboy. That's correct. Is that uh, even, does Playboy magazine even exist anymore? I'm, sure, I'm absolutely sure it does. Uh, this is going to bring me, of course, to their website. Um, but, yeah, probably. <laughs> of course, when you type in Playboy. I can't fucking type. Playboy! Uh, yeah, shop gifts in time for death. When is Father's Day? Is this episode going to come out before or after Father's Day? When does it come out? Uh, this episode's going to come out uh, in two days. <laughs> okay. I suppose it will come out before Father's yes. Day. Shit, so they could buy a D's Nuts candle and get it expediency shipped. Yep. If to, your dad, you're looking for a dad gift. To us at the Crypto Naturalist, P.O. Box 486. <laughs> I don't actually know. I think the Crypto Naturalist did give us permission to use his P.O. Box, but... Um, no, now you can just, there's an article, there's a, a button on their website that says, read the articles. Oh. And they do sell a website, or uh, sell a, uh, a shirt that says, I read it for the articles, which is very <sighs> well, there cute. There we go. That's very cute. Um, hmm, presenting, the best food to stick your penis into. That's all. I hope the answer is big hot dog. <laughs> I wouldn't want to put my penis into a hot dog bun because then someone might mistake it for a hot oh, dog. no. You always want to stick your dick in stuff that doesn't look like your dick. That's true. Good call. Good call. Uh, let's get back to this <laughs> song. So the muted drums were really nice, like Tyler brushing away at the brushing brush. away at those skins. I love a brushed drum, man. I could just, you know, that looks like a hot dog to me. I could eat that up. <laughs> it's good as hell. It's a little rattle trap there. Yeah, yeah. All the all the musicality of the song was good. Yeah, I mean, Ed might not know how to do anything new lyrically, but like, dude can know to write can write a catchy riff, right? I wonder lyrically. I thought this one was interesting um you didn't think it was anything new or Are we in like a groundhog data situation like as far as songs because i just feel like we're hearing the same ed song over and over again huh okay okay because it's about a failed relationship 
Yes. Huh. Okay. Like, okay. Always. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. This one I felt was less romantic, but perhaps it was. I thought this one might be about his brother again, right? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe like thinking about you know I could have been nicer to him when we were yeah, younger. I did kind of think of like it might be like a toxic male friendship. Like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Like two guys who can't open up or bring you know bring themselves to to be polite you know we talked about man stuff sure like two like alpha males <laughs> constantly competing for the prize yeah 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 i could see of each that. other's respect <laughs> but just inches away from making out all the time Did you ever have a friend like that who was like alpha and yeah like, like oh god yeah obliteratively so yes where, you know everything was a contest and they you felt like yeah, I've met that guy, actually, your friend who was like that. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a lot of fun. He was... you, could, you could get him to do anything. Yeah. He would lie to your face. He would, like, crawl around on his knees if you, like, made it a contest. Oh, God. Okay, now I know who you're talking yeah. about. And yes, we were like, yes, that's right. You can't do 115 push-ups. All right, fine. Watch me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was a piece of shit. My hands, are, my hands are deadly weapons. <laughs> I, just, I don't think that's a thing. He would tell the most bold-faced lies. Yeah, my hands are deadly weapons. They were registered. He won uh, a judo competition uh in the olympics he went yes. to the olympics for judo we yes. looked it up this is a public information bud you don't have to lie uh, he could tell anyone's nationality and gender from their hands uh that was a big thing that he was lying about like well he looked at a hand he was like oh it's a japanese woman's hand and we were like excuse me he's like oh, i could just tell stuff like that <laughs> i mean i feel like in broad strokes you could nationality no i mean like very broad strokes yeah I, I, but not nationality definitely maybe ge- I maybe don't gender i don't know i, I don't know in I, this in this day and age who I mean, knows MAB, Fab, i'm gonna walk to that tell, i'm gonna walk, walk that back. back yeah walking it all the way <laughs> definitely back definitely get away from that one um but yeah 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 this could be a toxic uh toxic male friendship um but yeah i thought you know there stuff when he says like there are instances when I no longer see your face but I can plainly hear your voice. I thought it felt like longing for a time past. There are instances when I no longer see your face, but I can plainly hear your voice. Mm-hmm. Like you know there was some maybe maybe this was bad at first but this person is gone and long gone and you know he's just sort of reflecting on the situation. Oh, no. Is this Steve again? I did think that. Um, well, it's and, impossible not to. Um, yeah. Uh, well, but I don't know. Yeah, more than half a life away implies maybe a very long ago. But, you know, the one thing that did steer me away from his brother and maybe towards Steve is um, the fact that he says, uh, we're still standing here today. It's not a hit and run thing. It's got to count for something. More than half a life away to something we're still standing here today it's not a hit run thing I thought if it was his brother he probably wouldn't use the words hit and run yeah that's uh bummer that seems to be uh, yeah or maybe he would maybe that's uh I mean but like it's not a hit and run thing so they had their hits right and uh Steve he ran away Um, well, not to, not to put too fine a point on it and not to get too far into the next song, which we're doing after this, but would there be two Steve songs in a row? Cause there I, would be every song on this album as a Steve <laughs> this song. This is not all in good time, but you may be right. I don't know. Jesus. Yeah. It's either about like him cheating out. He definitely cheated on Natalie Herbert, oh, right? Oh. There's no possible. There's yes. way too many. Songs. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you certainly. think like she knows, like she got, like, she's like, hun, 
I like your new album, but like, there's just a lot of songs about like wanting to sleep with other women and feeling bad that you slept with other women. Well, and like, much like my partner, I don't think his wife listens to his album. He releases them, and she's like, "Oh, another one, cool. That's interesting. Is the, is the money coming in soon? I gotta go to Saks Fifth, baby." What, do you think, what is Natalie Herbert's job? What is she? I bet she's like a college professor or something. I think she's an entertainment lawyer. Oh yeah, I don't know. That's I'm just, pretty cool. Should I look her up? She is a designer of playground equipment. <laughs> She is a writer for Playboy. She is a bricklayer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could look her up uh, if you want to vamp for a second. Yeah, that's something that is incredibly hard that I didn't think would be that hard, laying bricks and uh, making it look good. Have you done it before? Is it a job I have done had? it uh, once or twice, um, and it looks like a fucking uh, drunken gnome. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, put something together. <laughs> um, Natalie Herbert uh, is... A you know, sports writer. I could cut all this out. A violinist. <laughs> Natalie Herbert. A weightlifter. <laughs> the nineteen eighty seven judo Olympic judo champion. <laughs> this is turning into that uh, that uh, uh, Kev song where he's like, "I could be a judo, judo champion. <laughs> I could be a walker." <laughs> Uh, a dog walker. She is an interior designer. Oh fuck! We yeah. could get our homes oh recent Desi- projects this looks like ed's wall don't it not oh man with them banjos and them yeah. oh, this, this is just all her house all of her recent projects are like well so okay so do you think she's like an interior designer and in that she like that was her job before they or she always wanted to be an interior designer she went to design <laughs> school or do you think it's like some things where she's like i'm independently wealthy i just i've always wanted to put houses together almost certainly the latter yeah i think she she's she was like this is fun for me so i'm going to do it because i have infinite monies now um, you Why know not? what, though? At the bottom of this page, bud, is a phone number for presumably her business. We could... Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's crossing a line, Let's bud. get her on the pod. We need to call her. We need to ask her if she can do it. Oh, man. I'd rather have, like, fucking Lyle on the pod. I would love to... You know, I did ask Isaac Page to be on the pod, <laughs> but he never responded to me. Oh, well, of course. We need all the kiddos. We need to have a kiddos app. Oh, we'll get... Uh, Tyler's little spawn, those two girls. And Jimmy has two little... Well, actually, they were kids back in, like, 1990, so they're yeah. probably, like... Oh, when did snack time come out? 2009. Yeah. So they're, like, 13 now. That's fine. I thought, they were, I thought he had kids back in, like, the early aughts. 90, uh, I don't know. It was hold their hand as they're going up the stairs in 2009, so... Well, he could be remembering. That's true. That's true, I suppose. <laughs> let's just not go toe to toe. Let's agree. Let's not go toe to toe. Let's go. Let's agree. Um, boy, we're really. I thought this is going to be a short episode. I don't have any. Notes, well, you can tell when we usual. have a when we vamp for literally <laughs> thirty minutes. Um, yeah, a very sweet guitar solo in this song. I really enjoyed the guitar solo. Um, yeah, I felt like this was like. This is a late night song. Like I'm relaxing with like a frozen Ooh. Marg on the tuxedo deck, and like yeah. Ed, Jim, and Kev, or just like in some rando Canadian musician, <sighs> or just like sitting there like plunking away on the uh, fucking ships and dip cruise. How how sad are you that we've never gotten to go, and we never will get to go on um, the ships and dip on a scale from one to ten, <laughs> like a two or three? No! Like I feel like I like cruises. They're uh-huh. fun. I like to eat food and you know have travel booze and yeah ferried from place to place i would have forced i would have bullied you i know i would have gone i don't know if like the bnl boys being there would be a selling point for me on the cruise really but i mean that's i wouldn't go on a cruise normally but i would go on a joko cruise i would have gone on a ships and dip i would go on a uh i would go on a themed cruise if it was a theme that i liked that would get me on a cruise cruises are fun i've been on one 
All right, I'm not arguing. <laughs> All the food you can eat, period. <laughs> now that, and I've said this before, and this is something we can take off air, but we do need to take a family trip to Cancun <laughs> eventually. Um, Ev, is this one I'll remember? No. I've but already forgotten me, it. Me is one. We listened to it right before the record. It's not one on mine. This is, here's, here's my thought. This was a genre that is not often plumbed by BNL. Is like a... You know, a sundress in a field of poppies, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like yeah, I can definitely like see the country western roots in this one. Oh, certainly. Like especially that boom at the end. Yeah. Like, for the, like there is no sound that's that is more country western to me than that like slide guitar. Yeah. But then they also like Kev slid his little influence in there because there, there's a weird synth on the end yeah. as well. Which yeah, I, I do like it. Yeah. Yeah, it, this, it doesn't sound like a radio hit, obviously, but it's also not trying to ape anyone. Like, right. it feels uh, like. Except for Simon and Garfunkel. Except maybe for Simon and Garfunkel, yeah. <laughs> and um, like an electric light orchestra. <laughs> oh, ELO is the next song. We'll get to it when we get to it. Um, but it, it it does remind me of classic BNL in that it's yeah. it's kind of mysterious and yeah. uh, thoughtful. It's like a, well, it's like a less good version of rap. Wrap your wrap your arms around me. Is sure, that what the song's called? Yeah, it is. Yeah, the, mur- could, the murder ballad I liked. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I don't think there's a murder ballad. I know. Do you that's think not this what you're one's saying. a murder ballad? Mm, could be. <laughs> um, Kev does do a bunch of weird piano ramblings throughout the song, which are kind of nice. Um, but Ebbo, that's all I had to say about the song proper. Uh, did you have anything else about the song before we get to some other versions of it? <sighs> the last the only note I have here is I wrote this song about my shoes, and then like an arrow pointing to nothing. <laughs> So I think we're, I think we're good. <laughs> Did you do these after I left last night when you were no, drunk no. in your drunken stupor? No, I cleaned up with a big mess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, George and I tried to do our best, but we failed. That's okay. Um, other versions of this song. Do you listen to any of them? House of Stromboli. Love House of Stromboli. Get I love bullies. this guy. Get them bolus in you. Uh, the strombolus is a singular for a stromboli. Yes, one strombolus, please. <laughs> a strombolus is a ball of stromboli. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think he, like... House of Strombo. What I'm imagining, you come in, everything's set up. Looks like a nice house because there's a, this one's like a video, right? Yeah. And uh, he sits down. He feeds you a big, big meal. Gets it c- catered by Gramelius. Sure, sure. <laughs> and uh, then you have to sit down and play your song where you're like. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Do you know why he calls himself Strombo? I think his last name is like Stromboni or something. His last name is George. Strombolopolis. Strom- Strombopolis. Strombo- no, it's Strombolopolis. Strombolopolis. <laughs> yes, George Strombolopolis. It's the biggest Greek name I've ever heard. I like it. It's good. Um, but yeah, they say they don't know how to play this song yet, and then they play it completely normal and don't fuck up at all, <laughs> and it's fine. I was just thinking, like, yeah, they like summer tours better than winter is what they... That's a very uh, sweet I sentiment. like it when it's not super cold. I like to go outside and enjoy the butterflies on my face. <laughs> um, I get the shivers sometimes. <laughs> I just get the giggles in the summer. You know me. I like Cuba. My wife says I can't go outside if it's too hot. I get sunburned so easy. It would be weird. Do you think it would be weird to like... You're in a band. So you play your band, but there's just one guy watching you? Just one guy. I know hey, you've played concerts. Hey, before. bud. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you're invited to his house to play. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, he's just like sitting there like, go on. <laughs> we hey, played at house parties, but there was more than one guy there. Yeah, that would be weird. That would be weird. Welcome to the house of Strumbolopolis. If you want to hire 2D6 for a house party, write to us at the Crypto Naturalist <laughs> PO Box. Do you think uh, Tyler ever gets super bored? 
No, I think he's always because I mean, like in this song, watching him, he just plays the drums. Doesn't do anything special. Just goes. Well, for like sixty minutes. Ty has a very rich inner life. So he does... <laughs> he's like just dissociating yeah, he's... every time. That's why he has this faraway look in his eyes. Yeah. You like zoom in on Tyler's head. And he's like piloting a rocket ship through an yeah. asteroid belt. <laughs> Tyler's thinking in, like, fucking 4D. <laughs> Commander so... Barnes, the Mogulans are on our tail. Holy shit. You have to He's bounce so... a graviton beam off the main deflector dish. <laughs> like, reverse the polarity on the transwarp fields. That's exactly <laughs> what he's thinking. Sometimes he'll keep on drumming like 30 seconds after the song has ended because he's just too caught up in his his Galaxy Quest fantasy. Oh, man. Yeah, that is exactly what's going on in Ty's head. <laughs> Poor boy. Um, do you listen to the Day Trotter version? Which one's the Day Trotter version? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I saw the DTE Energy Center. They only play this song at the best places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very strange. Uh, the Day Trotter version was, um, it, it just had a picture of like, some horses on it. There was not like, but it was, it was me? some company called day trotter and there, it was a, a place you can subscribe to that only did like live versions and rare B sides of bands. It was like a collection of them that you could download. Um, this was the worst audio quality I've ever heard. This version sucked. I wonder you want to download some shitty songs. Yeah, yeah. Hey, fuck face. You want some <laughs> shitty songs? Pay nine ninety nine a month. Yeah. Come on. I dare you. It was very, very strange. Are you a man or yeah. not? <laughs> Are you gonna pay ten dollars a month for a UFC? Just get Day Trotter, the service for men. <laughs> Your audio quality too good. A real man listens to shitty shit. You belong in a garbage can. <laughs> garbage, like man smell like garbage. Um, what was the uh, what was the DTE Energy version like? Just uh, it was just a cell phone video of them playing at the DTE Energy Center. Was this the one, or was it Piece of Cake that had Liam McKinnon uh, behind the scenes like a uh, uh, sound check version? It doesn't matter. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Um, I saw it at the Man Center. <laughs> uh, Spotify commentary for this song. Uh-huh. Let me tell you a little bit about it. Uh, Ed said it was a minimalist acoustic number. I'm super proud of. Uh, and they went on to say that they see it as a contrast to the energy of the rest of the record. Which, hmm. sure. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the rest of the record is pretty high energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most part. Sure. Uh, uh, the, at the man center, he's like, this is great. We can still be... He just basically sucks the audience's dick for like 30 seconds. Oh, you, they, I thought you were joking when you said no, the man, the man center. center. Oh, this is real. This okay. Is, yeah, 6 2015. Got it. Okay. He's like, yeah, it's, it's really great to be up here. 27 years in a rock band and uh, such a great audience. People come, come see us. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, then it cuts to like Kev with like, do you think they like can't stop kev from like bringing like puppets oh no did he have more puppets he had tons of puppets on his little his little keyboard like do you think he's like vengonzo's horcrux or something it's very very possible like an annabelle like conjuring thing like kev is kev is the only thing keeping vengonzo from like running (laughs) running amok in the world oh no Uh, for listeners who haven't tuned in the whole way vengonzo is the evil puppet from just a toy yes wow i'm surprised you pulled the name of that song so quickly because i had totally forgotten it so good job um i want which i can't remember the song uh now i'm just a toy who needs you a boy who bleeds blue (laughs) i don't think it's a pro cop song song. oh no (laughs) Uh, i just wanted to see when they played this and yeah they played it uh 14 times in 2015 and then three times in 2017 so they're pretty much done with it uh which i don't blame. get out of here no one likes <laughs> no one likes you. no one wants you uh yeah so they're, they're totally finished um oh 
but he played it. Oh, he played it live in his streams, and I didn't listen to it. Oh. Damn it. Also, um, Kev is in the at the Man Center. Kev the solo. Kev does on a theremin. Ooh, that sounds. I'm fun. pretty sure. Was it cool? Uh, you don't really see. All you see him is moving his hand up and down yeah. like this. Like, and I don't know if he was playing the piano and doing like a theremin motion, or there was a theremin behind the keyboard because it definitely sounded like a theremin. Oh, that's really cool. Oh man, I wish I would have seen that. Um, you can. No, I'm okay. done with this song. <laughs> I'm putting yeah, in, I'm pretty much out. Too. Putting childish things away. <laughs> and there was a uh, um, like a question, a quick question and answer session after that, mm-hmm. and uh, they were like. We have like 15 questions. They're really stupid. Like, what's your favorite color? And it's like purple. Cool. Like, what's your That's favorite breakfast? Fun. Eggs Benedict. Was this a private show or was no, it like, it was like thousands it was just of like people? Some, some guy just like some teenager just like stuck a microphone in their oh, face backstage. Okay. And like, uh, yeah. And and the one they asked Kev, like, if it wasn't called Bare Naked Ladies, what would you call it? And he's like, Kevin and the other guys. <laughs> Kevin is the funny one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He's so good. <laughs> um, That's fun. Uh, Ebo, I think it's about time that we... Talk about the robot rumble. What's a robot? What's a robot? And uh, if the listeners will remember, our current champion is the Iron Giant with Chappie's brain <laughs> inside. Correct. So Chappie has, of course, taken control of the Iron Giant, but Chappie can no longer take control by the robots because that controlling thing is inherent to Chappie oh, himself. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. So he's stuck. So he's stuck. He's stuck because the helmet is like the thing that he uses. Okay. Was Chappie's body crushed? Uh, yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, it was crushed. The Iron it. Giant smashed the shit out of that. <laughs> okay, I am grout. All right. So he grouted him. Uh, so what's next? This, of course, is the Marvin Glass and Aseki Mark's Toys 1964 game. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. <laughs> oh, it's a Rock'em Sock'em. Okay. The Red Rocker and the Blue Bomber. Okay. Oh, those are their names? Well, they actually have gone through a couple. Their names are actually uh, the Rollicking Red Rocker from Solteris 2, and the blue one is the Beautiful Blue Bomber, Pride of Umglack 382. They're aliens? <laughs> they are alien robots That's from another incredible. dimension. Well, they've been updated a bunch of times, and they're actually like... 20 different ones because they're like in the v- different versions they all so there's a uh, the blue bomber the red rocker the orange oppressor the yellow yahoo the green grappler the purple pyro the pink pummeler the brown bully the silver stretcher and the black bruiser are all the rock'em sock'em robots names the i'm fine with all of those except for the purple pyro because there was no setting fires in rock'em sock'em robots that one seems wildly out of place for some reason that's very strange okay so which one is this specifically about the uh, the brown bully or is no this... this is all the robots oh shit okay because this is together. about standing the song's about standing toe to toe right right which the rock'em sock'em robots do blow by blow we can never let our guard down <laughs> we are true. incapable of doing stuff and if they could just get close enough you feel like they would <laughs> hug but they cannot they are separated oh, by a wide a oh, wide lake of plastic sad. in between them okay yeah it's not a hit or run thing that's got to count for something they just go t- they go after and after yeah. And, uh, I mean, although they're physically incapable of hugging, they're, like, locked in an internal struggle. Like, wow. They have the talent of a thousand, thousand, thousand battles sure. behind them. Yeah. They're stronger sometimes yeah. when standing in one place, but they're being controlled. Sometimes they just don't have the choice. Yes. Yeah, that's sad. And okay. the, they're, in real life, well, the real life versions of them, technically, are, like, between around eight feet tall, and they weigh... Um, Hundreds of pounds. I'm sorry. They're actually really light for their size. What? What do you mean the real life versions? Well, like... The the plastic the little plastic toy right oh those are those are idols of the real yeah, gods those are those are made <laughs> like they're meant to represent the robot just like the iron giant in real life is a piece of celluloid right okay. because but like so the robots are the robots that this is based on are like big things that you know okay weigh tons I did not know this yeah so they were they started out in like the six because it was it was a uh, um based on an 
earlier boxing game where you would okay. like knock somebody over, but then um, right before they came out, they had like somebody. Davy Moore died in the ring in a boxing match. Ooh, like, boy. oh, we can't, we can't make them humans. Yeah. So let's make them uh, robots. Okay. Let's let them kill each other. And so that came out, and that was about ten years. And then, then after Star Wars came out, it got updated to be more spacey, and that's where they got like the, the oh, alien names and stuff like that. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. So wait, how many robots are there? There are Red Rocker, Blue Bomber, Orange Oppressor, Yellow He's Yahoo, counting. Green Grappler, People in the audience. He's Purple Pyro, fingers. Pink Pummeler, Brown He's Bully, Silver Stretcher, and Black Bruiser. There are ten, 10 robots. robots. All right. Versus the Iron Giant. Is there a version of Rock'em Sock'em Robots where it's a ten-player game? Where they just all, you can turn your robot and you can, that would be really fun. Yeah, I don't know how would you would, how would you, because it's like all gears and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. You'd have to. All silver balls and gears. Silver balls. Silver balls. <laughs> have we not done that silver once ball. yet? Um, okay, what was the Hugh Jackman, uh... Hugh Jackman. Rock'em Sock'em movie? Didn't he do a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie? No. But it Did wasn't, they? it wasn't literally a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie, but it was basically Rock'em Sock'em Robots the movie. You don't remember this? The founder? Where he <laughs> it's the one about, about, uh, the McDonald's guy. Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie. I can't believe you don't remember this. I know, uh... I couldn't remember it because I had never seen it. Um, no, fucking... The only things are Vin Diesel to star in Rock'em Sock'em Sock Robots, Robots movie. God. No. Wow. There was one that... Oh, man. We have some, like, Mandela effect here, right? Uh, it was called uh, Real Steel. Real Steel. You don't remember Real Steel? It's the first time I'm hearing of it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was Hugh Jackman, and uh, he make it a robot, and there are other robots, and he used the robot to fight the other robot in a ring. It was it's Rock'em Sock'em Robots the movie. Okay. I'm surprised you didn't do uh, Real Steel for this one, but the fact is, you didn't know what the fuck it was, so that's <laughs> fine, <laughs> I suppose. Look at look at Hugh training this this robot. Why uh, would you... Okay, yeah, I don't know why you would train a robot and not just program him to fight. Well, he needs real life experience. That's fair. Um, okay. He needs to kill a man. So we have 10... 10? 10? pound robots. Yeah, versus the Iron Giant. And they are, what, 8 feet tall, you said? They're about 8 feet tall. And how tall is the Iron Giant? 40 feet tall sounds about right um okay so what, what I'm are you thinking i'm feeling like this is like an avengers like age of ultron thing he's 50 feet tall 50 feet tall okay. that's close yeah and this so they aren't that much shorter they're very smaller they're but this, he's size. like yeah he's huge right and right. he's got laser beams and stuff like that but these are combatants with the iron giant has never fought before right, right. he just crash lands on earth and that like he's a but gun who doesn't chappy, want to be again keep in mind oh this is Chappie, yeah who learned ninjutsu from from <laughs> the antwoord yes <laughs> so Chappie and the iron giant's body and yeah. the rock'em sock'em robots can't voltron can they i don't think I so i wish they could i don't think so but i, don't, I think they're unkillable too right oh because they just pop their heads right right back on. right right um, but you know what if i take a sledgehammer to a rock'em sock'em robots game they're no longer unkillable they're unkillable if they're fighting right. each other. But it's a game. The real robots that it's based on are unkillable. Yeah, the rollicking red rocker from Solteris Two is. <laughs> he has to. Well, he has to fight a thousand thousand battles. Like he, he has. They have fought millions. Yeah. Of battles. Yeah. Like they are hard bitten robots. So. So they are. They have like the the experience of you know they have seven billion hours of collective experience of combat versus somebody who learned karate from a strip mall yeah but, but in a giant body in a giant body right. with a ton of guns on it right. and yeah yeah i know um so what are you thinking man i don't know i feel like i feel like this is a real hard-fought battle yeah and i think that um i i think that 
the fact that there's 10 of them mm-hmm. is big. Yes. Like, we can't deny that there's just a, a numbers thing here, right? Right. I mean, you knock you knock that Iron Giant down, he's not getting back up. Because they're just going to dogpile him and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. So, could you... Do you think you could beat 10... Toddlers. To- not toddler. Yeah, well, they're toddler size, but they're like... Invulnerable, super strong uh, yeah, yeah, like... <laughs> the answer is no. I can barely contain one toddler yeah, most yeah. of the time. Your boy's pretty strong. Yeah. So imagine him like with a full adult man's oh, strength. I'm fucked. In his time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you know what? I don't think they all make it out. No. I think in the end, just the black bruiser is <laughs> the only one standing. Is the only one standing. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, does he? Is it? Who's his voice? Also Vin Diesel. Also Vin Diesel. Yes, Vin Diesel starring. I've come a long way. The Rock. Of, uh, so it's Vin Diesel versus Vin Diesel. Yeah. Vin Diesel also voiced Chappie, didn't he? Chippy. Chippy. <laughs> it's me, Vin Diesel. <laughs> That's, how he talks. That's a South African accent. <laughs> is it? I was doing New Zealand for some reason. It's me, Chippy. That what that was? Yeah, of course it was. Um. Okay, so we've got our new champion, <laughs> the Black Bruiser. The Black Bruiser standing above them all. Wow. Um, okay, Chappie's dead, Iron Giant is dead. I feel like, looking back, I thought no one would be able to conquer C-3PO. But we've come a long way <laughs> Bumblebee, since wasn't he? Was, yeah, it was Bumblebee. He was our, he's our king of the hill, right? He was he's, he's, held, hill. he's I think, either he or Iron Giant. But I think it's hard. We can go back, and maybe if we pitted Bumblebee against the Black Bruiser, it might be a different story. Right. But we can't go back. Can't, go, can't back. go back. Always looking forward. But... Right now, it's, we're looking forward because it's time to rate this song. Oh, no. As usual, we rate this song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes the song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes it's wearing, the better. So, on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed, Ev, where does this song fall? The year is 2070, okay. I'll say. So, I'm like, too I'm in my 90s. Yeah. Um, well, I just turned 90. But, you know... This, you know, thing when you get older, your mind starts to to wander a little go, and I I'm forgetting things. My mind's still sharp as a tack, except for one thing. Mm-hmm. I can never remember what I'm wearing. Okay, <laughs> got it. So, get up in the morning and I dress myself, and I'm it's a Christmas somewhere in a, a tights, and I put on my little stocking cap, uh-huh. put on my uh, woolen robe. Okay. And uh, wander out to uh, get, hand out presents to my grandkids, like Jimmy Hot Dog always does on Christmas Day. <laughs> That's you are Jimmy Hot Dog in this. Yeah, scenario. I'm Jimmy okay. Hot Dog. Got it. Um, well, I'm playing Jimmy Hot Dog. Oh, I see. Fam- famous Christmas figure, Jimmy Hot Dog. Wait, Jimmy Hot Dog isn't real. Oh, oh no! I'm sorry, Saker. I have to, oh. <laughs> I have to break this to you. <laughs> Um, Jimmy Hot Dog was made by the Oscar Mayer Weenie Company in the uh, late 60s. No. To, yeah, I know. He's been such a cultural touchstone for so long. That's a real bummer. Thanks for fucking <laughs> ruining my day. I'm sorry. I should have said spoiler alert before I... <laughs> I love his whole thing. So he doesn't really taste like hot dogs. He's... No, he doesn't tickle you or anything. Oh. Doesn't have those, like, <laughs> his fingers be... aren't just like tu- meat tubes. I want to be tickled by God, the hot yeah, dog, just, man. I know, like... So, yeah, it was definitely your dad who put on the hot dog fingers and came into no. your bed and woke you up on Christmas morning going, Jimmy, Jimmy Hot Dog's famous phrase, which which we all know was. Yes. The wiener says hello. <laughs> the wiener says hello. And just just touching you with. Like, touching us. <laughs> you know, the song like, Jimmy Hot Dog and I, I don't, don't care. Jimmy, Jimmy Hot Dog and I don't care. Yeah, he sees you when you're sleeping. The wiener says hello. <laughs> Uh, so uh, he's bringing you toys. He's bringing you sweets. Jimmy Hot Dog is bringing you meat. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, uh, all the songs, all the Christmas favorites. Man, no cash right. on delivery. But yeah, so I'm uh, Jimmy Hot Dog, and I walk out, and all my grandkids are like just staring at me, like Grandpa. 
what are you what are you doing and i'm like <laughs> i don't understand i'm not your grandpa it's, Chris, it's christmas day the, go, the spirits did it in one night <laughs> and uh, they're like it's it's not christmas grandpa it's it's not even close to christmas it's father's day it's father's day <laughs> we have this whole whole thing your your son Lucius prepared you this amazing Father's Day. Oh no, I <laughs> fucked up again. I'm so fucking stupid. And I just fall on the ground and I, no, Grandpa, no, we love you. And they all hug, hug me and stuff like that. So it's a good feeling. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm wearing a lot of clothes and they're not appropriate. Sure, yeah, for the album. Course. Okay, okay. It's an okay song. Forgettable. For me, this song. I'm on a hot date. The year. <laughs> you're always on a hot date. I love being on you're a like hot an Ed date. Robertson. Should I tell your partner something that you're just what? What are you fantasizing about hot dates? That's fine. She's cool with it. Um. So uh, I'm on a hot date. Uh, I'm going to go out and run through the sunflower fields <laughs> with this girl I know. Um, and, um, I've got on, uh, my long sundress Your long johns and my long johns and my long hat. It's a hat that just drapes down like hair. Um, and, uh, when I get there, um, do you think butt flaps will come back? What's a rubbit? <laughs> um, I hope so. I don't think butt flaps ever left for some people. Do I think they'll come back into style? Doubtful. Yeah. Doubtful. Doubtful. We just, uh, Pooping is too convenient nowadays. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't need them. Uh-oh. Got I'm just doing it right now. Got him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I get there. I get to the sunflower fields that we're going to run through for our date. Uh, and the girl who I'm meeting there also is wearing the same sundress, the same long johns, the same long hat. It's uh, <laughs> the total faux pas. Um, and so never dress the same as your date. Never. That's a, that's, that's cardinal rule. Number one, eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter. Number one, <laughs> don't dress the same as her. You just, the dad opens the door. And he's like, whoa, <laughs> get the fuck out of here right now. Basically that's how it goes. Um, and, uh, so what I do is I go straight from there, um, to Jim Carrey's office and I have him <laughs> erase the memory of that date from my brain uh, is that what that movie is about where Jim Carrey run, <laughs> he runs a, a memory eraser? <laughs> Couldn't remember who it actually was. So for me, it's Jimmy C. Uh, and, uh, eraser. 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 Oh, I miss doing snack time. We'll never do that again. Uh, so yeah, uh, Jim Carrey erases my memory of the date. Not memorable, but I was wearing uh, a, a light sundress, uh, some long johns, and a hat. Um, I like the song. Thought it was a good song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, beyond that, uh, it's totally. It's like a good. Uh, it's like an amuse bouche. You know, like you're you're eating a, you're you're tucking into Silver Ball the meal. Yeah. And then like the waiter comes by, is like, "Can I get you uh you know like a spritzer?" And you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, I could go for a spritzer." And you know what? It's exactly where it needed to be on the album. Mm-hmm. It's it didn't open it. It didn't close it. It's just kind of a deep cut that was like fits well. Great. Yeah, that's wonderful. Nothing wrong with this song. Here's something we can do. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Here's another thing. Guys, you are you busy this Friday? Because I'm real bored. You guys want to just lay down a track? You just want to go toe-to-toe this Friday? That could be fun. Speaking of toe-to-toe, we're going to go toe-to-toe with some other Orange Grove shows in these commercials. We'll be right back with more It's All Been Done on Bare Naked Ladies Podcast. Hi, Evan. Hi. How would you, let's say your band hits it big. Okay. You know, 17 albums in, you, uh. Oh, damn. How close are you to 17? I think we're about to do nine. Okay. Yeah, we're working so on yeah, nine right So, yeah, so like an album nine, 
It's got some track that blows up. Damn. You become a sensation. I, well, let me just tell you real quick that they're all bad on album nine. And we haven't figured out a good track yet. Well, the, here's the thing. You don't know what's good That's true. Okay, the, the more enough. The more I put stuff out, the more you put stuff out in the world, the more you realize you have no fucking idea what people will like. That's fair. Okay. All right. Yep. So, Wait, and, is, there, is there a story that you, yes. of yours that you are specifically referring to? I don't know. Some of them. Yeah, I think that some of my worst shit like gets published and gets the biggest like boom. And I'm like, whoa, that's weird. And really? the stuff I'm really proud of like dies in darkness. You weren't really big on Shrekstone? Shrek I know that Stone. was a big uh, touchstone. Yeah. yeah, where all the, uh, where Shrek, it's it's like a continuation of the uh, the, the um, Shrek franchise. Mm-hmm. Shrek, I've always wanted to write one of those. <laughs> you know, where Shrek and his goblin friends live on a giant living mountain. Do you think you could write a, a Shrek script on spec and send it to DreamWorks? Do you think you're good enough? I definitely could do all of that. <laughs> yes. If I had DreamWorks address. Uh-huh. You can send them unsolicited scripts. Right. Right. Okay. So yes, all of that is within the realm of possibility. Okay. But do you think you're good enough to get it? To, to get it published? No. No, no, okay. no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if I was super, I mean, I'd have to be, how fucking good would you have to be to send an unsolicited Shrek 4? There's already a Shrek 4 script in production right sure. now. And you're like, no, no, this is the one. And then like, shut it down. <laughs> this is the movie we've been fucking waiting for. I don't know, man. You're good. You're a good writer. Did you know when they uh, asked oh, Antonio Banderas um, what his favorite character he's ever played was? He said Puss in Boots? He said Puss in Boots. And you want to know why? Why? He said, because there was a point in my career where they said, you need to lose the accent. Because if you don't, if you speak accented like this, you're always just going to be a bad guy. Right. You'll either be a second character or a bad guy. So his, my whole life I've been, you know trying to you know play down my accent and it's hard because english isn't my first language right but this is the first role i've had where they celebrated the fact that you know i speak with this accent and not who i am and, and i had to hide behind a cat to do it but it really made meant something to I me i love that what that's very cute oh. and then he went out and killed a kid what's the boots got his own spin-off didn't he yeah he got a little netflix series you see it uh, not yet. It's, okay. on, it's on my queue to watch with my son. Okay. Good, good, good. Cool. Let me know my, how it is. My large adult son. <laughs> Your large adult son who cooks you hot dog meals. Um, so, sorry. What was your question about oh, Shrek I- that you were asking me? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm nine albums in. I hit yeah, it big. Hit it big. How would you handle touring? Like, you gotta... They want you. Would you Would you go on tour? Of course I would. But you're gone for, like, six to eight months. Who gives a shit? Okay. I don't give a shit. How would you, ha- how would you and Cliff handle it? What do you mean, how would we handle it? We would party. We would drink. We would uh, do, I don't know, the hardest drugs we could. We would I mean, we would live the rock star you life. You would hammer your 40-year-old bodies with... Uh... <laughs> you're, you're, you're only in your mid to late 30s once. Yeah, do you think like George R. R. Martin did that? Because like he came into like his fame in like his 50s, right? I... Late 50s, and you're like, all right, all right, here it goes, body. <laughs> I feel like George R. R. Martin was never like me. <laughs> George R. R. Martin was a... A sad man from the beginning. He didn't want. He didn't ever want a party. Writers don't want a party. I've been to Astronomicon. Like I've been to SqueezyCon Seven. Like no, you don't like to party. <laughs> you put you in a hotel room with eight other awkward people. What are you gonna do? Get you're, drunk. You're gonna get drunk in the corner. You're gonna talk about <laughs> no, Ursula Le Guin. Yeah, fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> Just one of the, the best writers of our modern day and age. Uh, but yeah, but oh boy, me. I wanted to. I've, I've I've wanted to do hard drugs for my whole <laughs> life. I've just never found an out for it. So gonna, this could yeah, be it. Yeah. I mean. Okay. Cool. Question well, answered. Okay. Uh, you publish uh your uh next samurai story, and it becomes a Netflix mini series, eight <laughs> episodes, uh starring Ursula K. Le Guin, Jeez. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> She's dead. Raul okay. Julia. They CGI her. Yeah, they bring them all <laughs> back Grand to Grand Moff life. Tarkin. 
<laughs> Leah Organa. Um, and uh, how do you handle your newfound fame? Uh, they want they want you. They want you at GooberCon 16. Yeah, I'll go to GooberCon 16. Will you? Heck yeah, You'll be gone for six to eight months. It's a big con. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> Am I getting paid? No. Well, on tours you get paid. Oh, yeah. Okay, a little bit. <laughs> you get a stipend. You can have $20 living expense a day. But on the upside, you don't have to see your partner or child yeah, for six to I eight I would not go to GooberCon <laughs> for six to eight months. Okay, well, that's your loss. You know who would go to GooberCon? Well, of course, that would be Casey and Rain. Casey and Rain are non-binary, and once a month they sit down and talk about whatever they want. We're here, we're queer, let's talk about shit. That's right, the podcast is They Them Theirs. Their latest episode, number 25, a very not-safe-for-work episode with Nayland Blake and Carter Manier, uh, premiered uh, pretty recently. And oh, he, hey, that's that's unexpe- unexpected. I, that, that is unexpected. Um, so they talk about, uh, they, they talk to a furry artist. Uh, they talk about representation, exploration, furry fandom space, furries and fine art. Oh mm. my God. It's so it's a so furry good. artist who draws furries or a furry uh, artist who is a furry? I don't know. Let's look at, uh, let's look at their website. Um, because I mean, both of those are perfectly fine. I just, I'm curious. I don't know. They were born in 1960. There is no information available on whether they are a furry. I'm just going to look at pictures of them, which really gives me absolutely no information on who they are. Uh, oh, there we go. Looks like maybe just an artist. I don't see any furry pictures in here, and we're really moving along in time. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. That's a, that's a good one. You can listen to it right now on the Orange Grove's Podcasting Network. Figure it out for me. T- t- <laughs> listen to this and write in whether they're an artist who's a furry or an artist who draws furries. Yeah, we don't have time for this shit. Or both. <laughs> Could they be neither? And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Now's the time of the show when we spin this wheel. You guys hear that? I miss doing this wheel live. Baby. Sell, sell, sell. Sell, sell, what sell, product sell, 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 could this sell. be used in a commercial for? Toe-to-toe. Mm. So we're standing our guard. We're not going to go toe-to-toe. Love's a gamble. I feel like we've done dating sites Every yes. time for this, so we're gonna we're gonna stray away from mm, dating sites. Tiger Balm, what's Tiger Balm? You put it. It's like a muscle. Uh, it's like a grease that you put on your muscles to make it. It's like a heat. A hot. What's that? Icy hot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like after toe to toe, your 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 muscles are all achy. You gotta you gotta rub this on yourself. Okay. But you know because you're so muscular from all the fights you do. Sure. You can't reach your back, so you gotta have your bud do it. But is this about? It's about not going toe to toe anymore. It's about right. a little bit of kindness. Right. Exactly. So after the fight, it's about like you see two like two. Oh, I see. The commercial opens. Two guys going or girls or probably not a guy versus a girl. I probably don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to open up on that. That could be fun. That could be fun. Why not? Because I don't. We don't want like a. Uh, I don't think we want a romantic angle in our uh, thing, and it's hard to do that. I, I say, do, do you think you, a, a guy and a girl beating each other up is a romantic we've, angle? We've only got like a. Well, they're going to be rubbing juice on each other's bodies oh and, okay they're as, doing it to each other Got yeah it. yeah because they can't reach each other they can't reach the back that's sure the thing so like the they, they're fighting and they're all they're all beaten up uh, bloodied and got the big old bra, bra guy and a bare hey, butt quick, balls and back do you think there can't be a romantic angle between two guys or two girls just uh just a quick question i feel for, like uh, oh, i feel like Boger. we're going to the the this is a commercial right so we're, we're targeting it's the lowest common denominator it's well a it is june i'll have you know so rainbow capitalism is in full effect. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Um, sure. I don't know. I mean, obviously there can be. I know 
you're not a homophobe, Evan. I've just tried to work you into a corner where you have to backtrack and say things that oh, you don't. Mean. I didn't though. Okay, right. I, I bobbed and weaved. <laughs> yes, you did. You did a good job. Uh, okay, so they're rubbing tiger palm all over each other's sweaty yeah. bodies. Well, no, they can't. The 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 um the boxer who lost is sitting there looking kind of glum. Okay, and he. He rubs a little tiger bomb on his shoulder. He rubs it on. You wouldn't want to ever put that on your face, but like uh-huh. he's like touches his eyes and he like tries to. He's like you can see his back is super sore because uh, the other his opponent did a suplex on him or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. And he's like trying to reach it, but then a hand slowly comes into frame and just does a little circle. And he like looks oh. back and he sees he sees his uh, the the winner. Sure. Good sport rubbing tiger bomb on sure. his uh, on his sore back. This is uh, Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Picturing topical, like, very topical. So is Floyd just like a tiger bomb is topical? Yeah. So it's it's Mayweather rubbing tiger bomb on. Logan Paul. Yes, because Logan Paul got the shit beat out of him, yes. I recall. I think Mayweather could have won that fight any moment he wanted. <laughs> okay, they were just what playing I've, with each what other. what I've read, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, boy, I, I do like that quite a bit. But? Um, but I just wanted to ask you, have you ever put Icy Hot on your genitals? No. Okay. Have you? Uh, yeah, as a dare in high school. Uh, it was... Uh, it Probably was a, uncomfortable. Exactly as you'd think it would be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very uncomfortable and not, not a whole lot of fun. The end. That's all. I just had a quick question for you. Don't do dare. Don't do dare. Don't do drug, drug and abu- alcohol. Abuse resistance education. I thought it was drug and alcohol resistance. Drug abuse resistance education. Maybe it is. Yeah. Okay. They don't care about alcohol. No. Alcohol's legal. Alcohol's good. Yeah, my, the officer who showed up was drunk all the time. <laughs> just smelled like gin. That's all he drank. <laughs> just big bottles of gin in his police yeah. car. Like, this is okay. <laughs> this. No way. <laughs> Now's the time in the show when we take a question from our friends, our fans, our interesting little index cards. If you want to email us, you can email us. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Here's a question from our friend, Mitch. Hi, Mitch. Hi, Mitch. Mitch McConnell. I hope not. I actually have his last name here, and it is not McConnell, but okay. I do not want to give it out. Well, thank you. You don't have to give it out, just as long as it's not Mitch McConnell. No, it's McConnell. Because I'm not answering any question that man has to It ask. is McRonnell. Do you think? McRonnell. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hey guys Donald McRonald My name is Mitch Hi Mitch (laughs) And I'm a new fan of the show And I've been loving it so much Welcome I started doing night shifts recently And your show makes Getting through the long nights A little easier Um, My question is Which three BNL songs Do you think would be The perfect trio together I'm talking about Smooth sequencing Maybe some lyrical theme sharing, a slow to fast crescendo, etc. Which three songs would be the most impactful EP if you want to frame it that way? Thanks, guys, and can't wait to hear more episodes. Best, Mitch. I do not like technical questions. I, <laughs> that I require I, me to remember <laughs> songs BNL songs. Let me tell you, I love this is the new segment on the show. The suggested Google responses, sure, I'd be happy to. Thoughts and I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm very tempted to send an I'm not interested back to Mitch, but I will not do that. Thoughts? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Mitch. What the fuck do you think? <laughs> you tell me, bud. Um, okay. So, uh, which three songs? Well, I'm tempted right off the bat, and I think this is the easiest thing to do, and I do think they kind of all t- go together, is the best EP is like some fantastic mm-hmm. to upside down mm-hmm. to... Uh, what's what's just another like absolute plop uh jerome okay <laughs> see this is where our evs are going to i think differ it's got to be something off of stunt right because some uh, some fantastic is off stunt yeah too. it could be alcohol yeah i mean but uh, so you're doing 
all stunt stuff or no not stunt but like the two i would say like you you want to hit like a couple different parts of their is career. this meant to be representative you want to i mean it's a beautiful ep you want to give like this is the only three bnl songs this is the ep that's going to turn someone who's never heard bnl onto bnl okay so we're going to pick three different albums that's what I th- I'd give them like a give them a cross section of their of their yeah okay career yeah right? I like that I so like we that. need something like I mean obviously you want to go with like mm, well I don't know if million dollars would hold up nowadays mm, oh so you'd go all the way back to Gordon huh Gordon is one of their fucking best albums I don't think it would hold up I don't think I don't think if I had a million dollars is good outside of a live context I think it's fine that's I, fair I just don't yeah um so what's the best song on gordon besides that uh the flag I, obviously well i think it's gonna be enid but uh gordon um you love enid, Hello City. we never really we knew each other anyway king of bedside manor Oof. i feel like that's a that's like a our, our pod cut right king of bedside manners is popular on our pod sure. and nowhere yeah. else <laughs> it could be that that's probably right um okay i think because uh, i would do if i were doing an ep it would be um Start off with um, first Jerome. Okay. No, no, no. Never mind. Start off with um, Hidden Sun. Okay. Then Jerome. Then Vanishing. The theme is Jesus Christ. Things that go. Things that go away. Right. The sun goes down every night. The ghosts are gone. That's the, the only ghost, theme. When the sun goes down, <laughs> the ghosts come up and then vanish again. I like that. I do like that. Yeah, and that's the perfect BNL. Uh, up, up and down. <laughs> when See, you are. Oh God, if you wanted to turn someone off of BNL forever, that would be your three track EP. No. Wait, okay. If I want to turn BNL, it would be like tiny little song. Uh, what's the one about that drink, drink, drinking blood? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and spider uh, in my room. Yeah, like those are the three songs. So two gym songs <laughs> and another Cregan song oh, and his boy. brother's song. Like, hey, go, you got to you got to you got to hear this sweet band I'm into. And he's like, it's a spider in my room. <laughs> what a nightmare! Wow, Jim really is the weak link in the band. That sucks. Hey, except for uh, Narrow Streets. Narrow Streets. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep rules. Yeah. yeah. And actually, I really liked. I mean, Pearl Brown the Co-author. We've talked yes, about yes, this yes, before. Yes. Um, I would do. I'm gonna do. On the lookout's good too. The best three album run. So I'm going to do a song from Stunt, a song from Maroon, a song from Everything to Everyone. Because that's my Bare Naked Ladies trilogy. Get her done. Get her done, Get baby. Get her done for me. It's going to be some fantastic. Yes, best song. It's going to be Humor of the Situation, which I think is another podcast. Oh, come on now, now. Yeah. I did not like Humor of the Situation. Yeah. I thought it was okay. Really? It's stuck in my like head. And then it's going to be uh, Upside Down. Well, what else is better on Maroon? When you walk uh, in no. the room. <laughs> I mean, Hidden Sun could be, but I think that, that one, it ooh, that interrupts the uh, the flow of the... Because some some fantastic is kind of pretty mellow. One day I will Oh, build. pinch me, man. Pinch me. Pinch me. Give me a cup of tea for foot. Okay, so here it is. Ready? One week. Pinch, pinch me. me. Celebrity. <laughs> the best songs <laughs> on each album. <laughs> No, my, my, my three-track EP is going to be... Uh, Pinch Me was really a sleeper hit for me. Like, I, I liked it's it okay It's better when, than I remembered. Yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely, like, it got overplayed on MTV or something when I was watching it or yeah. VH1, whatever the fuck it was on. Yeah, agreed. And I got so sick of it, and now it's back It's back in my it's back in my play, playlist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, I do think Humor in the Situation is my favorite off the album. So, I hate to, I hate to blast your blue bowl. Hey, mama, mama. Hey, daddy, daddy. daddy. Buckle <laughs> me into my baby seat. <laughs> That song is not great. <laughs> nope. Uh, so yeah, that's my three track. Okay, so what's the title of your three track EP? Um, 
butterfly kisses. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, and it's got uh, a beautiful cover, some abstract piece of art. Yeah, uh, whatever uh, that that uh, First Nations artist that Kev's really into. Sure. Yeah. And then uh, actually, the the when you open it, like there's a little fucking um, QR code, and when you scan that, uh, it sends a puppet to your house. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, I like that. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Seven days. Puppets are waiting. Uh, mine is called uh, What's a Pluppet? We'll Never Be Back Here Again. <laughs> and it's a uh, three-track EP. Uh, Happy to see you. <laughs> mine is called Natsukashi. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, Mitch. We all got to die sometime. Yep. David Wheeler, get on those three-track EP Spotify lists for <laughs> us. You do not have to do that, David. You're a good man and we love you. Uh, but I hope we answered your question, Mitch McDonald's. <laughs> Ebbo. Great. Cram it up. Cram, cram, cram it, it and gram it. Gram it at cram, cram, cram it at Gramelius. <laughs> We've been doing some quickie apps lately. Isn't that great? Yeah. We're squeezing them in. Yeah, I think that like, well, I mean, hour is like our sweet spot, yeah, right? Like, I think so. I think our best apps are... Where people don't get annoyed with us yes. anymore. <laughs> we, we wear out our welcome pretty we fucking quickly. We certainly quick. do, yeah. Our best in small doses. I think that's probably About true. an hour a week. Yeah, I'm down with that. Um, I'm Ebo, up with it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at BinDonePod. You can find us on Facebook. It's all been on a better good ladies podcast. You can find us at our houses. The Crypto Naturalist, P.O. Box <laughs> 428. Um, what do you have to plug this week? I always forget that I have to do this. Um, you don't have to. Cartridges? Why? Were you looking above my head? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. well, I, like ink cartridges. Oh, okay. For printers. Were you looking to the right of me? <laughs> no, I was not. <laughs> okay. I was thinking like ink cartridges are such a scam. Yeah. Right? Oh, God. Like, yes. Printers don't even, I think I think they sell printers at a loss just so they can hook you on the ink cartridge. You got to get sure. that ink. Well, I want there to be a printer with infinite ink. Infinite. They have they have that like ink, infinite ink subscription service where you pay like twenty dollars a month and they send you as much ink as you can drink. I don't I don't drink that much ink. I want to drink your blood. But why isn't there a printer that can just burn it into the paper? You know what I mean? Why isn't there a, <laughs> a wood burning printer? <laughs> but I mean, there's gotta be there's gotta be a better way. way. Okay. Okay, a million dollar idea time. Million dollar idea Ten thousand dollar okay, ideas. Okay, go, 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 go. All right, so we've got our we've got our printer where it's uh, where it heats up the keys and then okay. it singes sure, letters sure. into the paper. So how does it do color though? So maybe you have to do a blood draw every day for the printer, and it synthesizes that red, and it can spin up the red. You also have to pee into it for yellow. You also have to. What are the what are the main colors? Yeah, yeah red, yellow, blue, right? Red, yellow, blue. So how do we get blue? <laughs> blue doesn't show up in nature. Fuck. Okay. So what do we do? Blueberries are purple. I don't understand. <laughs> It'll just be uh, tones of red and yellow. Okay, 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 okay. So you can never get a blue shade out of this. That's our million well, dollar idea. We'll just, start with a, we'll just start with a gray, a gray tone printer where it burns various shades of... Because it would be like whatever color... No, because we would. Uh, what you would do is... Well, this wouldn't help anything, but the paper would be um, impregnated with like little like... Let's call them. Let's call them analog pixels. Okay, so you could pop them to blue red. Yes, or... yes, yes, yes. Okay. Two little. They're little microscopic yeah. things, and it it has little needles that it pokes. We've solved the problem. Printers are now ink free, but paper costs a hundred dollars a sheet. So, but buddy, this is our million dollar idea. There we go. But it's reusable. You print it out. You have your map quest directions. And you go home. You put it back in your printer. It cleans it. Right. It can unpop the pixels, and uh, then so it's you like can... a. It's like one of those fucking. Uh, the writers you ever have those when you were a kid where it's like a um yeah and then you like you swipe it yeah you swipe it yeah so it's like magnetile yeah yeah, yeah magnetile yeah we just invented so magnetile. Each, paper, <laughs> each paper is a uh, a little gray sheet that's probably a quarter of an inch thick yes. full of like iron filings 
<laughs> okay, I'm realizing we invented an iPad. Is actually <laughs> what we've done. An abacus. Yeah, basically. Right, what, are those, what are those clay tablets that they... <laughs> The Sumerians made a form on. I truly, I got really excited about this idea for a sec. <laughs> and then I realized, oh boy. Okay, well, I'm we, we just invented the iPad. We just invented the <laughs> Expect my check in the mail, Steve Jobs. Sacred Jobs. I really liked name. you in the movie that you were in with the all founder. The, the dead people. <laughs> with Ashton Kutcher. Uh, the founder effect. <laughs> I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in one week. week.